I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Is my Buja buddy? She's just over to my left. So we're going to talk about Buja buddies uh, a little bit later on in the podcast. It's a real thing. We Buja, discovered. Buja, we did. We've we've created it. It's solved a world of pain for me, hasn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm just here to help. Yep, you solve a world of pain for w- me. When Robert. I didn't even know that there was a world of pain associated with this thing with, with Buja, Buja snacks. I wonder where Buja got its name from, and if we're saying it correctly. Well, you know, I don't know. All things that will not be answered uh, coming up. Uh, also on the way, oh, you know, where did Buja get its name from? Yeah, well, where did where did everything get its name from? Um, Snickers. Where did the Snickers bar get its name from? Well, we know because we talked about it on the show. That we do have the answer to. Yeah, a whole bunch of different brands and products and things and where they got their name from. Really interesting stuff. It is. If I do say so myself because I was the one that was saying the words. You're the one that came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, very interesting. I will also say so. Thanks. And we're going to have a little look at, you know, kids and the things they get super attached to. Yeah. Like the little um, teddies and things. Yeah. Carried around as a kid and how long for. So, those are on the way. Catch up with the rest. Rabbit and Julie Goodwin podcast. Just quickly, remember how we finished the show yesterday when we found out about King Bluetooth? Yes. Uh, and um, th- that's where Bluetooth, that's where the name came from. Yeah. King Harold Bluetooth. Amazing, the isn't it? Danish king. Danish king from the 900s. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I said, that's it. On the show tomorrow, I'm going to do a segment on where things got their names. Okay. I'm ready to roll. Are you? Did a little bit of homework, Julie. I didn't. I haven't done any. You don't need to be. I said I was going to do okay. it. Okay. Uh, I uh, haven't done homework since, I was going to say school. No, didn't do it in school. Since uh, ever. Probably primary school. I did yeah. homework then when. You we, must have. We, yeah, at some point, surely. Because you made it to high school. Right, I made it into high school. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that, uh, so that segment coming up a little bit later on this morning, but when you're talking about th- learning things in high school, I think one of the things you're supposed to learn is where to use an apostrophe. Oh, definitely. You know, and uh, it's funny watching my kids go through that stuff and then, and yeah. when they come and ask you, they go, so is it, so in this case, is it, before the S or after the S, or is there no apostrophe in this case? And I think that's where it sort of reinforced the proper use of the apostrophe with me yeah. in recent years. Is I've is it you ch- you've got to tell, teach your kids. I've had to find out. Yeah, to, uh, okay. To, I, I clearly wasn't paying attention at that point in school or any point. I think so. I, I learned, and the one that gives me great pleasure, yeah, the apostrophe that I really enjoy popping down is the one after the S. Oh, okay. You know. So when it's a plural, or when it's a word that ends in s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, but and then it's something that belongs to that thing uh, that yes already ends in s. So it comes up quite often with rabs. I guess yeah. I'd have to be writing about myself in the third person, which is kind of weird. But do you know what rabs does that sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> what about Mother's Day? Same, same. 
Oh, geez. Ouch. Oh, no, this is going to start hurting my brain. Because is it, is it, well, it's a day for all mothers. It's for all mothers, so it's after the S because it's mother's But in my house, plural. it's my mother's day. If it's your mother's day, then if it's, it's like my mother's cardigan, <laughs> yes. then it's before the S. But yes. if it's mother's day, it's, it's plural. Do you know, it took me a really long time to um, to get that as well because I'll never, and I'll never forget it. I remember going up to my teacher. I went up to her desk in fourth class mm. and I said to her, I don't understand why sometimes the apostrophe is before the S and sometimes it's after the S and, and sometimes there isn't one. Yeah. And you know, her answer to me was, you're too young to understand. And you were 17. <laughs> Fourth grade, best five years of my life. I, uh, just, <laughs> You're too young to understand. What's fourth fourth grade? What how old Fourth that? grade is sort of nine, nine. ten. Nice. Wow, you're too young. Yeah. Uh, but then she went around and told the rest of the class. <laughs> you Probably. Got, you guys will get this. You'll all get it. Julie, you must have something. It's morning tea time or something. Just go and sit out there. Yeah, do uh, some craft and colouring in. <laughs> While I teach the it's class. It's interesting. My wife, um, being a primary school teacher, she uh, went along to this. They go and do these um, staff de- development days every now and then. And yeah. Stuff, and they go and um, learn from other experts and just look at other um, ways that different teachers do things. And she recently went and saw this absolute gun of a teacher. She came home raving about it like, yeah. you should have seen this lady. She's up on stage and she got a she got a bunch of students up there. Yeah. Um, and I think they were kindy. And she was teaching them things that are so many years beyond what they would be doing. Oh, wow. But it was all just about the, the biggest part of it was repetition. And she would, what is it? I think it's something like 24 times uh, you have to hear something before it's completely locked into your brain. Really? It's That's something my like problem that. talking to you. What? I'm only getting up to about 21, 22. Oh, I'll tell you things more then. <laughs> this is the thing. See, I think it's 24 times. Yeah. She's only told me the story three or four times. <laughs> Not totally certain. But, uh, yeah, she just went and it was amazing what she could do with these kids. Was So it was telling them, repeating it, um, then asking them while giving them the answer, then asking them to say the answer at the same time as her and yeah. then they all say it together and it was really giving them the answer. Yeah. Not trying to – you want them to succeed. Yeah. And so it was really good. And it was apparently it was mind-blowing seeing what they could do if taught in the right way. I mean, that's one way to go about it. Or there's, you're too young. You're not going to get this. You're not going to get it. I'm not even going to bother. (laughs) (laughs) And you walked out of there and just, I'll show you. I'm going to learn apostrophes if it takes me till I'm in my 40s. (laughs) The the Rabbit and Julie Goodwin podcast. Hey, when you eat sort of between meals, what do you you snack on? Ooh, uh, oh, depends what I'm doing at the time. If I'm being, if I'm in one of my, health, I know, I know kicks. Friday night, sort of movie night is you, you, you do chips and chocolate. Are you going to bring up chips and chocolate? Oh, sorry. That's, no, that's, no, own, I'm not going to bring up the chips and chocolate. That's only on, yeah, Friday, yeah. Saturday night, watching a movie kind of thing. Yeah. I don't do them during the day. I can't. No. Um, if I'm in like one of my fitness thingos, yeah. crazes that yep. I go into at a million mile an hour. Well, remember the Get Commando Fit one that yes. you guys would always look at me weird when I would have, so I'd have like, a quarter of an, a green apple. Yeah. And, um, well, you'd go, oh, I've got a muffin for morning tea. And out would come a muffin about yeah. two centimetres in but diameter. The, the one with the apple is it's a quarter of a green apple and um, five grams of cashew nut butter. And uh, have a slice of cheese and a slice of cheese um, with that. that was, that's, a, that's a full snack for me. And you know what I discovered through that? If it weren't for doing that, I never would have discovered the joy 
of that cashew nut butter spread on apple. Oh, okay. So you've or discovered that joy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. Well, good for you. I've got a snack that's frustrating me. You know how – so you know, for example, when you get mixed nuts – and, and someone mm. always picks out all the good ones and leaves behind all the peanuts because there's a million peanuts. Oh, no one wants the peanuts. Well, we end up eating the peanuts. But sure. They're the bits that are left the last. But when Mick and I share mixed nuts, it works okay because he loves the cashews and the the hazelnuts and I like the almonds and the Brazil nuts and we just leave the, the peanuts and we sort of okay. keep those at the end. So it's good. It, it's know, good you've worked that out between the two of you. We're not fighting over it. If there's yeah. mac- macadamias in it, it's, it's neck level, man. It's like first in best dress. <laughs> macadamia. Macadamias, really? Love Ooh, macadamias. No. There's nothing to them, taste-wise. Oh, they're fabulous. They're Chewing fabulous. On a rock. But I've got a snack where I have that battle, but it's within myself. Mm. Have you ever had budja? Oh, I love budja mix. I, I love budja too. So I you... don't say budja, I say budja. Budja. Budja mix. Booyah. Oh, yeah, because that's a good gluten-free snack, that one. Oh, is it? Yeah, most of those packs. Um, Didn't know yeah. that. Mm. I'll have to add some gluten next time I buy some. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but I, I just... um. That internal battle, because I really like my favourite bits in that are the, the nuts and the, the sultanas. What about the noodles? I love the noodles. Yeah. I love the rice crackers. Yeah. I really can't stand the little dried peas and the little dried chickpeas. Oh, they're fine. No, they go sort of mealy and gross, and they're the bits that slip right down to the bottom of the packet. That's where the good gear is, where all no, the flavour is. Get like, into it. And you know how you like to leave the best for last? And yeah. I, I saw, but I can't leave the best for last because it's all at the bottom of the packet. So I have this snack that I love, 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 yeah. but there are bits in it that I just feel like I really want to pick no. out and I don't have anyone who will eat it with me who will eat those bits. It's me. It's you. It's me. Are you my budget partner? <laughs> I'm your budget buddy. Budget buddies. <laughs> so when I open a pack then, I'll, uh, what am I going to have to do? Like put it in a sieve or something? No, that's not going to work. No, but you I just eat, you just pick out the bits and eat them. I know you wash your hands enough. That's I'll, cool. I'll go I'll go straight to, I'll reach into the to bottom, the bottom of the pack and you just eat as per normal whatever's left at the bottom. Bring them in to me. You're the one I've been looking for Push all your buddies. my life. Push your buddies. <laughs> Finally. Finally. You found a use for me. <laughs> Get social with Rabbit and Julie Goodwin now on their Facebook page. Oh, we should check the forecast for Saturday, actually. Oh, give me two seconds here because this is uh, Rabbitohs um, taking on the Raiders. Central Coast Stadium says shower or two. Possible. Uh, possible shower or two. That means it's almost impossible. There's going to be a nice day. It's going to be a nice day, yeah, Julie says. That's what I, see, that's I read in that. Yes, it's got to be a nice day for the twins' birthday, the Burgess brothers. Yes, Tom and George. Um, it's their birthday on Saturday. Tom and George. And do you know that's so funny that they're called Tom and George? Do you know how I remember that their names? Mm-hmm. Is because my son Tom. He's a he's my middle boy. He's a, he's 21 now. But when he was a little tacker, he had a a toy, a little uh, Fisher Price little people. They were they oh, yeah. were they were like. My my kid's favourite thing, these Fisher-Price little people. But he was particularly fond of this little one called George. Huh. And, and it was George was a postman. He had a little moustache and a little postie's uniform and the cap and everything. Only about oh, six centimetres tall or so. Yeah. He carried George in his little hand right. for a couple of years. Did he? He would put him down only if he needed to use two hands to do something and then he'd pick him straight back up. Really? He'd even eat with him in one hand. He slept with him clenched in his little sweaty fist. Aww. So it was always Tom and George. And if we accidentally left the house and he he dropped it or something, oh, the chaos. We'd have to go back and Did get him. Did you ever him lose and- George? Do you know what? We did lose George and he cried for days and I searched and searched the shops for the same 
character. Oh, yeah. the, but of course, being the little people, they they would change characters all the time in the shops. Oh, geez, now, a bit like Lego, you know. Yeah. There's waves of them. Now George's limited edition. George George's limited edition. I ended up finding one that had instead of because his little George. You had to replace. I had to replace. Just don't know this. It really does because the be new listening. one, instead of a brown um, moustache and hair, had a grey moustache and hair. So oh, we had to tell him that George got older. <laughs> He was back, but he's aged. In the few days he'd been away, yeah. let himself go. Yep. And, and just gone all grey and Do you know what? Years and years later I was packing up some of their little clothes to give yeah. away and it was in the pocket of his winter coat. The original? The original George. And I just thought, oh my goodness. So now he's got, he's got the two Georges. Yeah, he's got the two Georges. But for, it was a good couple of years. Does he still have them? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. We The little people toys, they're staying with us until we have grandkids. Oh, that is so cool. That's like my sister with um, her platypus. But, all growing up through. Like uh, a soft toy? Yeah, yeah, like oh. a little teddy of a platypus. Yeah. And, oh my God. That thing became like a just a rag. Because a, a, she'd suck on its tail. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, and then my other sister with her Gaga, that was just like a, a blanket. Yeah. That just, but just carried around with them everywhere, just clutched to the chest. It's they These things become so important to them, don't yeah. they? Yeah. I didn't have something like that that I carried around with me everywhere. I don't think. I mean, I had my teddies and I was very attached to them. And yeah. I've still got them. I just had the weight <laughs> of expectation that I carried around. <laughs> Just sucking on its tail. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Turning it into a rag. Hey, I'd love to hear on four three six five one zero four five. Why don't we do this? Just if there's something that either your kids have got now that they've held on to and they take it everywhere. We've got yeah. friends whose uh, their son's really into the trains, like Thomas the Tank Engine and his trains. Yes, loves them, and in particular, a couple of them that he's he carries must go everywhere. It's gorgeous. Uh, or maybe there's something that you had as a kid that you carried around with yeah. you, everywhere. and maybe this has sparked something in your brain. You're oh, geez, that's right. Always used to carry that. Teddy or my blankie yeah. or my little, you know, puzzle piece. Do or- you still have it uh, as well? Love to hear from you. 4365-1045. Give us a call. And uh, just by getting on the radio with us and having a chat, you will go in the running to score a prize with our star of the show. Catch up with the Rabbit and Julie Goodwin podcast. Gather the kids around. I think this is a good one for the kids. Yeah. Gather around the wireless. <laughs> Pull up an armchair. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have a look back over the names of some companies and some products and, like, where they got their name from. Really interesting stuff as I started researching this yesterday. Yeah, okay. It came about because Steve called into the show yesterday and he said um, King Harold Bluetooth is who Bluetooth was named after. Yeah. He was a king. He was all about bringing people together in unity. So he was a good guy. Yeah, and this is what um, all the big um, Intel companies all actually came together when Bluetooth was devised to have one uniform way that you can do a short radio connection with devices okay. so that no one of them had the licence on the, and they all went off and had their own different versions of it. Isn't amazing? They all came together and went, let's just, let's just make one and we'll all use it. That's brilliant. And then it was named after King Harold Bluetooth. And how's this? Then when you see the symbol for uh, Bluetooth, you may know what that kind of squiggly yeah, thing yeah, looks like. Yeah, it looks like, like a B with a v- sort of sideways V on it. So the symbol for uh, H in, I think, is it in Danish? That It's like almost like a star and then there's the yeah, B. Like an asterisk. For Harold Bluetooth laid over the top of each other. Get out. That's and that's the Bluetooth, the Bluetooth symbol. symbol. That's amazing. Uh, his initials. I love it. So that's cool. All right, I told you there was a, uh, a product that you see on the shelves all the time and you may not know where it got its name from. Well, the Mars family, 
um, who, you know, we know all the Mars products that there are Ooh, out yeah. there. Uh, they introduced a candy bar and they didn't know what to call it. And they looked out the window there to their favourite horse that they owned, Snickers. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yes, yeah, so Snickers got its name after one of their horses. One of their horses. Um, there's a product where the two main ingredients uh, originally were uh, coca leaves and cola berries. Oh, come I, on. I never knew. Coca-Cola. Yeah, from coca leaves and cola berries. Well, there you go. That's where that comes Good from. Coca-Cola. Um, another company that you see and use all day, every day, and um, their name comes from sort of a breakdown of the three words, uh, the thing, three services they provide, voice, data, and telephone. V-O-D-A. Oh. And then the phone on the end. Vodafone. Yeah. Vodafone comes from voice, data, See, telephone. People aren't just making things up out of thin air. Not just being silly, Julie. No. Um, John Warnock, he set up a company and he named it after the river that ran behind his house. Looked out the window at it every day and he named it after Adobe Creek. Oh, Adobe. Yeah. Yeah. The um, creek needs constant updating as well. It's always <laughs> notifications. You must update the creek before continuing. And now the creek is in the cloud. It's just a mess. <laughs> Uh, let's have a look at... Oh, i got a couple... Two more. These, these are rippers. A company that was founded by Ingvar Kamprad and as a tribute to the farm where he grew up, or Elmertad, and his hometown... They sound like things out of Lord of the Rings. They do. Agrenard. He used the first letter of each to make his company name. His right. name, Ingvar Kamprad, the farm, Elmertad, and the hometown, Agrenard. Okay. I-K-E... A. Ikea. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Clever. And, th- and that just becomes a brand you don't even think about where no. it came from. Ikea's just a thing. You've got to have an Allen key. That's all you need to know, That's really. That's where it comes from. And uh, finally, Haagen-Dazs. Oh, so the what's ice cream. Yes. Oh, yeah. The uh, very fancy ice cream, Scandinavian um, mm-hmm. uh, roots. Haagen-Dazs, a made-up combination of make-believe words... To make a brand of ice cream sound Scandinavian and inviting. <clears throat> the words mean nothing at all. Wow. Except huge profits. haagen <laughs> means nothing. It means nothing. That's so funny. It means delicious. You bet it does. It means yummy. There you go, as you were. Get more Rabbit and Julie Goodwin weekdays from 6 on Star 104.5. Streaming live on our app and at star1045.com.au. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favourite shows and this is one we think you're going to love. Let's get real. Have you ever wondered why adults are so obsessed with Disney? I'm theme park journalist Carly Wiesel, and on my new podcast, Very Amusing, I'm discussing every story, secret, and shenanigan I know to bring you an inside look at what's really going on there. From secret spaces like Disneyland's private $15,000 dinner to surprising celebrity hot takes, we're covering all of your curiosities. Subscribe to Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.